take two <laughs> but it's all good it's all good thank y'all for tuning in again thank you for chilling with it man 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 shout out to everybody who's been listening all the positive feedback it's been it's been great i i, I keep saying this but i really wasn't expecting to have this many listeners to have this many followers on spotify apple music I really wasn't expecting it, but I'm I'm happy for it. I'm happy for it. I, I appreciate y'all. You messaged me, uh, shared it, listened to it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And like like I said, it's it's just practice. <laughs> it's just practice for me. Um, but yeah, I know a lot of people want to come on the show, but trust me, let me let me get right. Just let me get right, and um, I'm I'm gonna get y'all. I'm gonna get y'all in. I know. There's a bunch of people that have been messaging me. I'm I ain't trying to say that like it's a flex for real, but there's been a few people now and then that said they want to come on the show. You know, they got stuff they want to get off their chest, and you know, you can you can do that with Ant. You can, <laughs> I'm all about that. Um, but yeah. But thank y'all for tuning in. Let's let's get into it. I want to talk about what happened last week. So um it's been a dream of mine to first off just I'm let me say this. Uh that verse on International Players Anthem by Andre, I I think it's the greatest verse I've ever heard in my entire life. In all genres. R and B, pop, country, gospel, whatever. Like I just think it's the greatest album. I mean not album. <clears throat> Uh, the greatest verse I've ever heard, and I and I will I will stand on that. I ain't, I ain't tripping off that. But it has always been a dream of mine to walk down the aisle while that verse is playing. And um, I know there's gonna be news for a lot of y'all, and <clears throat> I wish I could see see everybody's reaction to it, cause. Y'all know me. I live a I live a very private life now, kind of sorta. Well, I don't really have a lot of people in my business like I used to. But your boy A E got married last weekend. Yes, your boy got married. Oh man! And 
I mean, to be honest, we've been we've been married for a minute, honestly. But we actually had a ceremony and reception. We we had that last week, so it was very small, very intimate. I didn't really invite that many people, honestly. Um, so don't please, please, please don't feel away if you didn't get an invite. My intention was to have everybody there because I know, I know a lot of people <laughs> wasn't wasn't expecting me to ever get married, but uh, it it happened. It was very small. The list went from like ninety people to like. 20 like barely over 20 like low 20s so please don't feel away um i just i just wanted to keep it small keep it intimate didn't want to inconvenience anybody because it was on a weekday um and it was it it happened it, it happened kind of fast i didn't really i think we gave people a month um so to put it like this i got my suit me and the groomsmen, we got our, our suits. What, that Monday? Yeah. That Monday before the wedding. And the wedding was on a Thursday. And we got it on a Monday, I think. And I had to go I had to go back to get cufflinks on the wedding day. So it was, I don't want to say it was rushed, but it was, it was planned very quickly. Uh, so we just decided to do it. Um, I... I know I said this before, but I was always, always kind of on the fence on having like a ceremony. I was like, man, let's just go to the courthouse and just do it there. You know, you can save some money. But um, I, I kind of, I'm walking back to that statement because it, it was definitely a difference for real. And actually having an actual ceremony and having an actual pastor that you know that marries you is. A whole lot different than somebody just getting, you know, that's that's at the courthouse, just doing it. You know what I mean? It it was it was it was way different. <clears throat> but yeah, man, got married so I can have sex now without feeling bad. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But now I, I know I know I said this before as well. Like I didn't my thoughts on marriage it it changed it changed a lot you know what i mean i i never wanted to get married like it was it was something i knew was going to happen but i really wasn't trying to rush it and i know a lot of people that was in my corner um was telling me to, to marry my ex but i just i just wasn't ready i, I won't say i was ready but if you if you're gonna get married like that's that's big man business for real that's just that's not something a little boy can do like that's that's to actually be married and hope, like live out your vows and submit yourself to God and become head of a household. Like that's that's big boy business. Like there's a, there's a lot of little boys out here getting married, but they always end up in divorce. I know a few of them. I know a few of them. <clears throat> but I ain't gonna say no names because I'm I'm working on not name dropping. But you know who you are, and it's okay if you want to be a little boy. Like it's okay. I was a little boy. That's why I didn't want to marry my ex. Like, it had nothing to do with. <laughs> uh, let me try it lightly. <laughs> I'm going to just say, like, I I was extremely toxic when I was with my ex. Extremely toxic. And I was a little boy. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, everybody was like, oh, you got to marry your ex. But I'm like, man, I'm not trying to marry her yet because. 
I'm still a little boy and I want to have my cake and eat it too. So that's the mindset I had back then. You can't have that mindset when you want to marry someone and start a family like you. You really got to step into, you know, being a man. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that happened. Shout out to everybody that participated in it. Um, like, I really, I really do appreciate that for real. Uh, Steph, Jay, Yaz, my dog Ava was in the wedding. That's my dog, man. Shout out Ava. Shout out Ava Gale. She gonna be mad if she could. That's my dog. That's my dog. Um, but yeah, man. But he got married, bro. And I don't want to say a reason why, but I will say my my outlook and my mindset when it comes to marriage, it definitely changed because when I was with my ex, I was just like, man, if, well, it wasn't her fault. It was just the way society made it, made, made it seem like marriages was this way. So I would look at all these marriages on TV or hear about marriages on the news and be like dang like i don't want that so i actually had to do do some research and i think what well not think but i know what changed my mindset is when i went to this marriage uh retreat with uh with mood this was before i think before we was even engaged and i really got to learn the true meaning of marriage and how important it is. And of course, just like the world does with everything else in the Bible, they, they twist it and, and kind of change it into what they think it is and how it should be. And they trying to set that standard of what marriage is. But I, I learned that that's, it's not, you know what I mean? Like when you, like God created, he created marriage for us. You know what I'm saying? To to honor him. Um, so I just I know <clears throat> and I think what helped too is all those couples that was there, those married couples, they were like being very vulnerable. They were really these are couples that gone through some stuff. Not just some oh, we getting a, a argument and you know, arguing over Who's gonna have the last bite of the sushi? It ain't it ain't like nothing petty like that. It's like some real, real life drama. So just seeing it was like four different couples be vulnerable and let me know that I mean nobody's perfect. So everybody's gonna go through struggles. You know what I mean? So that helped me. That helped me out a lot. Cause there's a tweet. I remember back when I was on Twitter, I I had tweeted, This is this is after me and my ex got in like an argument, which was on brand for us. <laughs> we, we was always arguing over the dumbest reasons. Um, and one of my flaws that I always did is every time we got in an argument, I would run the social media because at that time, I, I really didn't know myself. I didn't know who I was. My relationship with God wasn't strong at all. So I would do dumb things like go on social media and just be petty, you know, like if we arguing about, um, let's say we get in an argument about who had the last piece of sushi and I eat the last piece of sushi and she gets mad. Now we're in an argument and now we calling each other out 
out our names. We saying all kind of toxic things to each other. And then when we done, I go on, on Twitter and be like, you know, that was my sushi. Or no, no, no. It was, it was, a, it was a whole lot worse than that. Like, I would say something that only she would know that I was talking about. Like, she would be the only person that would understand what I'm saying. Everybody else that would look at the tweet would be like, yo, what is he talking about? But she would get it. And she would get mad. I used to do dumb stuff like that. So I remember I tweeted one time. I was like, man, if this is what marriage consists of, keep that beep away from me. Like, I, I said that. Um, and I was basically saying, man, I don't want to get married it's all, if all we're going to do is just argue and fight and argue and fight. And you know, you're gonna tell me you don't you don't trust me, I'm gonna tell you I don't trust you, and then I cheat, you cheat, like I don't want that. So that's that's how I was in my mind. I was like, man, I ain't never gonna get married and I don't wanna get married because that's that's what it is. And and to be honest, my main reason why I didn't want to get married because I wanted to have my cake and eat it too. I'm just being completely honest with you. And I had to grow out of that mindset. So now that I'm in a new relationship um, and I have my baby boy, like it just kind of, I don't want to say force, but it just forced me to, to man up, like to, to really man up and, you know, really put all those childish things aside. And now I have to take care of this family. Like they depend on me. You know what I'm saying? Like my little my little six month year old, like even though his voice is he sound like a grown man, when he need to go poop, he can't go to the bathroom sitting on the toilet and poop. When he get hungry, like I gotta make sure he can't get up himself and get food. Like I I gotta go get that or Moo gotta go breastfeed him, you feel me? So it just hits a little different. And now I gotta move different. I gotta have a different mindset now. You know what I'm saying? So, definitely, it's, I would, I would, I would say, for those of y'all that are, are not married and you want to get married, I would definitely, definitely, definitely get a relationship with God first. Because when you do that, you get a relationship with God, like a real relationship with God, and you surround yourself around godly people. You start to figure out who you really are. And that's key, bro. <laughs> that's key. You you have to know who you are as a person. And what better way to know who you are as a person than following and having a relationship with the one who, who created you? Who knows how many hairs you got on your head? Who knew you before you was in a womb? You feel me? So, and that's, that's how it was for me. Uh, I didn't really, I didn't really know myself until recently, until recently, honestly, I knew who I was. That's why I'll be, I will gladly say I'm an introvert. I'm no longer blaming my behavior on these Zodiac signs. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not, I'm not petty because I'm a Gemini. I'm, I'm just petty because. Like, I'm petty. <laughs> like, I mean, of course, it comes from trauma and the people I surround myself with back back then, the music I listen to, what I watch. Um, 
Like it has nothing to do with a, a zodiac sign. You feel me? I'm not crazy because I'm a Gemini. I'm just full of energy. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? So you really, you really gotta start a relationship with God, and then you'll know yourself. And once you know yourself, you know what you want. You know what you want. You know what you'll put up with, and you know what you won't put up with. That's why a lot of folks is in relationships that they don't need to be in and they don't want to be in, but they tie down, they can't leave because they don't know who they are, if that makes sense. Like, for example, like me and my ex, no shade against my ex. She's, she's dope. She's dope. Uh, but we 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 lasted six years and we should have been done at like one or two. You know what I mean? And she could she could probably say differently, but um reflecting on it, I feel like if I knew who I was as a person and I accepted that and my relationship with God was stronger than it was when I was with her, we would we would have split. Because now I know who I am. I'm not going to put up with what, you know, what we're going through. I'm not putting up with that. I don't want that. Or, and now I know, like, now when I get a taste of what peace is like, having peace is, if I ain't got peace in this relationship, I'm I'm out. Like, I'm out. I'm not going to sit there and be stressed out and because I don't have peace because we don't know how to have a simple conversation. Like, I'm not doing that. So, I'm out. You know what I mean? And so that's that's why I would say like you really that's that's the start, and you gotta be patient because God created marriage like He wants you to be married just like how you want to be married. And I know, I know, <laughs> I know people want to have sex. Sex is great, and I would hope that you want to do right by God. You know what I'm saying? And I know we talked about that last episode. I feel like. All you got to do is just look at look at social media, look at the movies, look at the drama, and you can see why. There you can see why like you're supposed to wait to have sex to you marry. You could you just see why. Like it's it's really starting to reveal itself. So and I know you want like I know you want to get married, I know you only want to, you know, have it with that one person, but you really got to know who you are first. And then you got to and you only want to know who you are is when you get a relationship with God. So that's key. So now that I know who I am, I know that I know what I can put up with and what I won't. So there's things in there's things in my relationship my relationship now that I don't like. So I check it. I'm like, hey, yo, I don't like when you do that. Or like, hey, I was expecting you to do this, not that. You know what I'm saying? So I'll check her on that. And then if she don't like it, we talk about it. And then she fix it. But Moo's Moo's pretty good about like we we can we can talk about things that we don't like and we'll fix it. You know what I'm saying? Like she I remember <clears throat> back then one of the reasons why I don't drink anymore because she she told me, Hey, I don't like when you get drunk because you get loud and you start being real mean and disrespectful. And I don't, I don't like that side of you. And I used to ignore it, but then like 
there was one time where it, it almost cost our cost us our relationship because it just got out of hand. So that's one of the reasons why I stopped drinking because that's you know she she knows who she is and she knows what she won't put up with. And she wasn't gonna put up with that. So now the ball is in my court. Am I going to keep drinking and acting this way? Or am I gonna cut it out and keep my relationship? Like what's like everything you do now, you gotta you gotta count the cost. You know what I mean? Like that's why I know like Drinking how I used to drink, it's not worth it. It's not it's not worth it. You know what I mean? Because I don't know if y'all know, but I used to really be like, I used to really drink. I'm talking about like a whole bottle of Crown Apple type drink. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. So like, this wasn't on some like, oh, like one shot here, two shot here. Like this is, no, as soon as I get home from the first job, take like two or three shots and then pour me a cup and then take it on the way to my second job. You know what I'm saying? This that's that's how it was. So that's why I cut it out. Cause yeah, you gotta count the cost. Like it's not worth losing what you have because of that. You know what I mean? And that's another thing with relationships when when God when something is from God, it's it's going to bring you peace. It's not going to bring confusion. It's not going to bring, uh, like, anger, none of that. So if you're in a relationship right now and all it is is just, it's just anger, it's just arguing, you don't get no peace, no sleep, no nothing, <laughs> you got to you gotta check, you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, like, what is this? You know what I mean? Like what what is this? And I've I've had to learn that the hard way. Like throughout my entire life I have no patience. I have no patience. I I'm working on trusting God and leaning on God whenever he whenever I like I need something or want something. Because, like there's been times where like I am I'm gonna use the car situation because it always happens to me. Cause I'm the type to <clears throat> as soon as I as soon as I see something that's good on the first time, I'm like, okay, bet. I'll get that. But I never waited it out. You know what I'm saying? So I remember everybody know when I had my Camaro, um, I had a Malibu before that. It was an older car, newer straight. It got me it got me everywhere I needed to go. Um, but it was it was 07. So I was like, man, I want a sports car. I want to go back having a sports car because i had my mustang like i loved it you know what i mean so um i'm like uh, i'm gonna do it differently this time i'm gonna go through my bank and then i'm gonna just you know look for someone who you know has a car that's paid off and that's what i did and i should have known that god was like nah that's not the way to do it because the moment I started, and the moment I got approved for the loan through my bank, it was just a bunch of mishaps, you know, like a bunch of mishaps, a bunch of misunderstandings, and I'm and only thing on my mind is I'm just trying to rush and get it. I'm just trying to rush and get it. I'm not waiting patiently, trying to wait and see it out. I'm just trying to get it right away, and literally that whole process. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, it was stressful. 
I was stressing myself out when all I should have did is just like waited patiently. You know what I'm saying? Like if that car was for me, it would have been for me. I would have had it, but I forced it. And then as soon as I forced it, or no, as soon as I got it and it was in my name, things just start. Like I didn't have peace at all. Like it was fun. Like I had fun having it. Uh, I was racing everybody, but things started going wrong mechanically with the car. I probably went through six cars. Someone, I was going like 80 on seven springs. Someone pulled out in front of me. So instead of hitting them, I had to like, I had to swerve on the sidewalk and it messed up my, my wheel bearing, my wheels messed it up. So I had, there's a lot. And I only had it for a year. And I probably, I, I, I paid so much money to, to get things fixed. And it's like, once I got something, one thing fixed, the other thing would, would go bad. So it's like, dang, like, you got to count the cost. Like, having that car, it wasn't worth my peace. So I ain't had peace. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, dang, the car was nice. It was great. Stick shift. I was smoking a lot of people. I got smoked a few times, but I was smoking a lot of people. But it wasn't worth the trouble to get the car and keep the car. And then I have a baby. And now I got to get rid of it because there's no room. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I always say God got to come first. Most definitely. He got to come first so you'll know. And he'll tell you. He'll tell you. You just got to listen. You know what I'm saying? God is always going to speak to you through the Bible because that's that's what the word is. But he also uses people. So when that that person that's going to tell you what you don't want to hear, like nine times out of ten, that's that's God talking through them so you don't make a mistake. And in my situation, that was Moo. Moo was telling me, oh, you don't need that. You don't need that car. You don't need that car. Stop. Don't get it. I think it's a bad idea. Right? But she was right the whole time. I just ain't like her tone, but she was right. You feel me? So now I had to sell my car. Dang near cried. <laughs> No more Camaro. Now, looking for a little minivan or something, which ain't no shame in my game. If I got to drive a minivan, I'd do it. I ain't tripping. But, yeah. Dang, that was that was kind of long-winded. Yeah, y'all, all right, y'all remember the first episode, I think it was the first episode, where I was telling y'all to watch the trailer to They Clone Tyrone. So, by now, I feel like everybody should watch it because it came out. It came out this past weekend, right? And I want to know what y'all think, man. Like I, it's they did they did a good job. I think that's the and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but or show me if there's other movies that are like this. But this is the first movie that I've seen that wasn't no hidden messages. Like, y'all know Jordan Peele, his movies, like, there be hidden messages, like, for us melanated people. You know what I mean? But in this movie, like, it was, what they say, truth in plain sight. Like, they were telling you exactly what what's going on and what's been going on, which which is wild. And one of the scenes bring back to, it brings back to my point that I've made before, um, 
there was a scene where it was two melanated dude in like this cubicle. Not 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 cubicle, like a little prison cell. And you got these white men that are outside this little prison and they're picking the songs to play. And one of the songs is like I think the title of the song is Kill a Mother Effer. And then while they playing that song, these two were like beating each other head in. And then they changed the song to this R&B song talking about I need a hug. And then they stop fighting and they hug each other. Like, bruh. That's, that's, that's what I've been standing on this whole time. That's why I had to stop listening to certain music, certain songs, because I know what it's doing. I know what it's doing to me. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, I know what it's, I know what it's doing to people around me. You know, all them, like, all them folk, all them murders that are happening in the hood, like, take away, take away the music and see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we could find a way to unprogram our minds and, and take that, that style of music that just glorifies murder, rape, all of that, sexualizing women, you take that out the hood. And I bet you the murders go down. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe for a person to go out and kill somebody, they got to be operating under some kind of demonic spirit. Right? And where is that coming from? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, they've been listening to something that to get them in the mood. Like, that's why when all my athletes, y'all ever, y'all ever play some pregame music? And to get you in the mood, you know what I mean? Or for my married folk, or even folks that's not married and fornicating, you got to go to you got to go to Pound Town, and what you do, you play some music to put you in the what the mood. You know what I mean? It's it's the same thing. Like it's really, it's really programming programming. And the other scene, the other scene that stood out to me is when they had. Them three, Fontaine, I think. What was baby name? What was baby name? Yo yo, yo yo, yeah. Fontaine, yo yo, and Slick. They walk into the club, and then the DJ gets a text message, or he gets a call from some who some type of government dude, and he's like, "Hey, we got some, we got some folks walking in," and then he cues up a song. It passes Rick Ross, Drake, a bunch of other artists. And it says, in case of an emergency, he clicks on it and it plays a song called Round Around and it hypnotizes people. So people just like, they hear the music and get hypnotized. And the crazy thing is, I've seen that in real life. I kid you not. Now, I I was in the clouds. I was, I was in the clouds. But I've seen, I was at a Piranha one night. It was... I think me, my ex, Kev, and I think his, his show, I forgot who Kev was with at the time, but he was at Prana on the fifth floor. I think the fifth floor. Um, now, I, it could have been because I was in the clouds, but I remember they were playing some kind of song I've never heard, so it might have been a local rapper. 
um i forget the lyrics who knows what he was talking about but i literally seen a dude standing on a table and just bobbing back and forth and when i looked i didn't see nobody else like everyone else kind of like faded out and then all i could see was this dude he probably looked like he was the same age at the same at that time it was probably like 20 21 22 and you like now that i think about it like he looked like he was being hypnotized by them 808s in the words whatever they were saying like i i've seen that i've i've gone i've gone out to bars i've gone out to clubs and i've seen people like just go just fan out on some hypnotic like i'm not hypnotic they hypnotized by the song and they just like you know what i'm saying like I've I've seen that I know and I know if you've ever been a club hopper like I know you've seen it because this it happens every weekend every weekend when I was outside like that I was seeing it all the time but that's it's, it's wild like it, it's wild that's why that's why I don't, I don't listen to I try not to listen to too much music now and because it's 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 tough now it's hard because um like my favorite well my favorite artist to listen to at the time was k camp k camp and party next door like them i'm i'm usually listening to those three. if cole don't drop nothing new like i was i was a big cole fan big kendrick kendrick fan drake fan future fan brent fires nipsey for sure but I was really on K Camp and Party just because like them songs make me feel like I like it's okay to be toxic still. Right? Cause y'all know we in a we in a generation in a in a time now where it's cool to be toxic. Like it's cool. That's the norm. Right? So whenever I listen to camp, whenever I listen to party, it makes me feel like I can be toxic and I can have my cake and eat it too. And like, this has happened to me before. Like, this is after I have strengthened my relationship with God. Like, I have, I have seen, I have, like, played a song by party, and all I hear is just me. I know what comes to mind is just me being with someone else or me thinking about someone that I've been with before. And I'm like, dang, I can pull up on them right now. And, you know what I'm saying? And I'm but I'm in a I'm in a relationship, you know what I'm saying? So now that I'm I'm married now, I can't listen to K Camp or a party and expect to be loyal and faithful. Just like you can't expect to listen to them folk if you if you're married, you can't expect to be loyal if you're still listening to them. You know what I'm saying? You can't expect like a murderer can't expect can't keep listening to King Vaughn and expect not to kill nobody. You know what I'm saying? So that that just that that movie spoke volumes. I I really encourage everybody to to watch it, especially my melanin folk. Please watch it. You know what I'm saying? We gotta we gotta break break free. <laughs> we really gotta break free of that because it's nasty. It's nasty for real. But yeah, um, I saw I saw a post <laughs> I saw a post today <laughs> that said. <laughs> If we're going to split the bill, then I need a piece of everybody's food. And I said, man, I, I feel that. 
and I know that's that's been a topic of discussion for a while. Um, but I'm gonna ask y'all, do y'all if y'all going out with a party of more than I say more than ten people, are y'all splitting the bill or is everybody paying for their portion like a grown adult? Because <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you, if I'm going out at a party of ten or more, I'm sorry, I'm just I'm just paying for what I ordered. That's that's just me. Call me what you want. I I could care less. Like call me what you want. I'm paying for what I ordered, and I'm leaving a tip because I tip pretty good. I I be I'm a big tipper. So if I go out with y'all, and you and you pull that split the bill mess, I'm like no, but come here, baby. Mm-mm. I want what I pay for, it, and then I'm out. <laughs> you can deal with that. I ain't doing that. Call me what you want. <laughs> But yeah, I want to know what what y'all thoughts on that is, because that I know people, I don't know, I I honestly don't know why that's even a discussion. Like I feel like it's just common sense. Like if you go out to eat, pay for what you get. If you can't afford it, then stay home. You feel me? But that's just me. That's just me for real. But yeah, I I had to bring that up again because like people be wilding. People be really wild and for real. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why people be doing that for real. But it's just it's just nasty. It really is nasty. Like, you gotta... <laughs> I don't know, man. But that's, that's just me. That's just me. Yeah, man. I'm glad y'all showed up today, for real. I... I don't know, man. I was really excited about being married and nervous about being married but i'm i'm honestly glad it's it's overweight because it's it's a lot of work it's a lot of work i had no idea it's a lot of work um but yeah hey listen for all my fruit fruit people go to sam's club they probably got it at costco too it's called pineapple spears and it's in coconut water like it's pineapples in coconut water but it's so tough it's so tough but yeah, speaking of that, stay away from folk that like the banana Laffy Taffy. That's just, it's just nasty, bro. It, I feel like that's what them, um, remember when they used to have them flavored condoms? I feel like that's what a banana condom tastes like. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's nasty. I didn't mean to end it on that. But yeah, if they, but anybody who eat the, the yellow Laffy Taffy, or the yellow starburst pray for them because they don't know no better because that's nasty that's real nasty <sighs> but yeah take two man i'm about to go about to go sleep thank y'all for tuning in i will see y'all next week and uh thank y'all for chilling with it i'll see y'all soon man